1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on a big night of Premiership action Celtic stay three points clear with the win against St Mirren As Rangers do the same at St Johnston There were big victories for Hearts, Livingston and Ross County And Ukraine request a postponement for this month's World Cup playoff against Scotland I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Yeah, it was by no means straightforward for Celtic or Rangers last night But they got the job done And at this stage of the season, that is the important thing Celtic getting the job done with a 2-0 victory over St Mirren And then Rangers on a very difficult pitch away to St Johnson Fighting for their life, managed to get that first half going It proved to be enough Plenty of other action all around the league to chat about what a night it was Yeah, I don't think it was pretty around about Scottish football last night um, In terms of entertainment, Gordon But Matt rightly says we're at the business end of the season It's all about getting the three points Keep yourself in that position to go and win the title Celtic Rangers down the bottom Dundee fighting for everything Get one point against a ten-man Hibs last night But not a lot of goals to talk about 0141 1025 That is the number On the night after A full premiership card You must have something To share with the guys Whether your team uh, Were good Bad Somewhere in the middle Controversies Talking points Title race Relegation Battle Congested middle Portion of the table Whatever is on your mind 01419511025 And if it's something away From the game Something a bit different We'll pick up that phone It's up to you Change the topic If you so Wish let us know We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB You are Which one of you Hugh Keevans Well I'm the oldest I'll go Shuggy Okay uh, Fine I never thought You would be yeah, Volunteering so quickly Shuggy Who do, Who's he No offence if, you, if you're listening Could raise away now uh, Let's get you A result of the week uh, of, the, of the night then See that was a force of habit Result of the night Result you want me to go first Yes Right okay I'm going to go for Livingston uh, 1-0 down early To Dundee United Five undefeated But the most important thing They're in fourth place mm. Okay I can't argue with that too much You've you've made your case Your result of the night Okay you boys won't like it But it's got to be Ross County mm. Away at Motherwell for me Motherwell you know Coming off the back of that Performance at Ibrox <laughs> I, I strongly fancied them But Ross County Back to back wins And Malcolm McKay Well he was in a relegation fight A couple of weeks ago And when you look at the table now He's up to eighth How did that happen? It, uh, amazing stuff I went for the second half Didn't see you there By the way I left, left by here. then Bath night mate uh, And I had to watch Obviously The, the other you, games the, 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 For the, the show tonight For, for show. research I was doing yeah, my homework yeah. uh, Gutted you, you didn't miss much No And bearing in mind I'm sort of Eternal optimist Always try and put A good spin on things Wow mm. oh, oh, oh dear oh. Anyway uh, Right <laughs> go on then Your goal of the night Right, I'll go first. I'm going to give it to a player that a lot of Rangers fans have been phoning in saying he should have been at Ibrox, but he wasn't. He was at Tynecastle last night. I thought John Souter's finish was excellent for a centre-half. Great technique, great finish, and uh, a good three points for half. Okay, deflection, a but deflect. I'll, I'll still let no, you have no, it. No, nah, it's a good, no, it, was, no. it was a good strike. No, yeah. I'll better that. It's got to be Scott Pittman's. Yeah, that was better. Yeah, Livy against Dundee United, shortly after Dundee United taking the lead. Brilliant play from Bruce Anderson to set him up Great touch and what a swivelled finish Into the roof of the net And what a week he's having by the way Because he was brilliant at the weekend I don't think it went anywhere near the roof of the net But it was still a good finish We'll we'll argue with that later on Uh, Right, Howler 
of the night uh, Tread carefully Because I've, I've been speaking to some referees about you yesterday About me? Mm-hmm. All good, um, all good so things who's, hopefully Who's getting the howler? Um, I'm going to stay in the capital uh, At Tyne <laughs> Castle And I think I'm going to give the howler to a player I've, Oh I know what's coming here Lewis Ferguson Terrible, terrible dive uh, I don't mind strikers or midfield players when they're in the box If there's a bit of contact there Yeah, you've got every right Maybe you could do clear pair But that was a clear dive I would never have intended Even looked at doing that in my playing career So Lewis, I love your father, great lad But you're getting a howler <laughs> I love okay. your father Okay, <laughs> thanks, thanks for, um, thanks for, thanks for turning that Great friend Weirder than it had to be Um Okay. Alright well this is a double whammy Because I'm going to go for Stephen McLean The referee in that game But not for awarding that penalty Which I, I, I did think was a shocker For the goal ruled out for Aberdeen Declan Gallagher Free kick in from Conor Barron Got above Sims I think it was Headed into the corner of the net I'm sorry I can't see anything wrong with that That Minimal contact in the box And at that stage that would have put Aberdeen 1-0 up at Tynecastle Okay, 01419511025 What's on your mind after last night? Celtic fans, Rangers fans, you both got the job done I don't think either were, were classic victories You can contradict me if you wish uh, What did you make of them? Were there any talking points that you've picked out? What about the title race? Uh, at the moment Big games all across the division And various other talking points as well So let's get stuck in 0141 951 1025 Stephen's first up A Rangers fan from Cote Bridge What about last night Stephen? Hi how you doing guys? Good evening How's it uh, going sure, on? Right? Um, I've got two points It's first one's about Van Bronckhurst um, Over the past four weeks I've found the football's very flat The substitutions have been very late Last night's game in particular was crying out for a change. The second half was just, it was utter dross. That's that's the only way I can put it. Crying out for Sakala going, get a bit of speed, get the guy on the park, change it up a bit. Arfield was knackered looking. I think they could have changed it up. And I just think over the last four, maybe, maybe it could be four or five weeks, I think the players, they, they could be doing me a change every now and again. And I just think Van Bronckhurst, uh, it's very late in his substitutions He's getting his substitutions wrong And last night You could hear it in the fans watching that game The game was crying out for substitutions And he didn't do it at all I, I, I don't know what he's I, I don't know what he's playing at I just want to know what you're thinking of Gordon, what do you make of that point Stephen makes? Uh, funny enough, I was watching the game last night Gordon, I was I was thinking You know, maybe it's time for a bit of freshness A bit of change, a bit of pace But what I will say to Stephen I would excuse any player last night I thought the pitch was terrible uh, It was not there to play football on uh, It was all about going up there and getting the job Yes, I think a lot of Rangers fans Are starting to look at Van Bronckhorst The way he, you know, he handles the substitutions But you can go back to Thursday night he made the substitution at half time against Dortmund and brought on Zabaligan um, uh, and took off Barisic and it worked a treat and nobody complained then. But yeah, I thought last night it needed something, but I don't, I don't know if it would have mattered, Gordon, because it was, it was a pitch there that, and I'm not making excuses because people say, oh, they're professional footballers. Mark's played and I've played. It does make a difference when you're playing on a decent pitch compared to what we witnessed last night. Not- but I, I, I think those not separate points though Because if the pitch is heavy Does that, that require you to make 
More yeah. changes to give those guys a, a break. Yeah, but I was just I, I was addressing Stephen's first point about the, the about it being list. absolute dross. Yeah, it was dross. It was I was be a bit kinder on it. No, it was ninety-two minutes of my life I'll never get back again. Um, <laughs> That's it. You talk up the product. That's right, it. But no, it was dross. Everybody knows it was dross. You've just told me Mother of Ross County. Oh, saying, this guy on the listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. I do agree that uh, it is But I defended Van Bronckhorst Because I thought he made the substitution last Thursday At the right time at half time mm. But yeah I thought it was crying out for a few subs last night You look at for instance Kent and, and mm. another night that He's very very poor I, I was surprised that he didn't have him off uh, Stephen Gordon's been quite selective there Because he mentions Thursday And yes credit to D- Giovanni Van Bronckhorst But he only made one change on Sunday and none last night I mean The option was there for him to make 10 subs Over the 180 minutes And he chose one What do you make of that? I think it's, I, I think it's alarming that, That's what I think I think we've got there's a, there's a few players on the bench That can change a game that, Personally I think that Sakara for one Sakara definitely can change a game Could have took him on Get a bit of speed about them Get a bit of movement about them and it, it was crying out for it last night And that was my second point about the park The park was like a cow field The guys were trying to run about with the ball last night And bobbling up in front of them I know these guys have paid a lot of money To run and play football very well But that park was inexcusable last night It was a mess for a for a Premier League team But he's, he's just lacking the, the intensity Get the game changed Just get a bit of movement in the team Change it up a bit In the past four weeks I haven't seen it in the league at all yeah, Mark, I mean, I don't think anyone can defend the, the, the quality of the playing surface. It's, well, March, early March in Scotland, our clubs, I'm sure the, the, you know, the ground staff work very hard at McDermott Park, I'm sure they do, whether it's a resource thing. I've kind of been here before, I don't really know. Well, what... And they remember, though, you know, it was only maybe last week there was a lot of snow um, on McDermott Park. I think they did well to clear that snow, and then there was a lot of rain after that as well, so it's taken... A bit of a battering To be honest What are you laughing at There is <laughs> The weather report No he's, there was sitting, he's sitting before we come on the show Right And he's going to give the groundsman Howler of, of the of the night <laughs> so And he he's wants, just, I forgot that It's just Four <laughs> faces in the town clock This guy So I he did I'm glad you voted oh, him Oh I'm quiet But I checked myself Because oh. I remembered The work the groundsman oh. Were doing To clear the snow I'm sure I've seen him On the telly Clear the get, snow however, Priorities here um, You know Money's tight But some Motherwell are a good example Aren't they You know If, if you do commit a bit to it You can turn up You can make it a good pitch Because Motherwell's used to be rubbish And everybody knows That it's it's a lot better these days <laughs> Well You know it's The argument is a, a, It's many pitches in Scotland Not just St Johnson last night Because it was televised Look at Dundee Against Hibs How bad was that as well And Look The worst one in, in Scotland is Partick Thistle it, That's taking a bar So, on it. so look, Clubs don't have finances To to invest in new pitches and the latest stuff. They sometimes had to invest that in their squad and keep the playing staff happy rather than their surface. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, 01419511025. Uh, we've got Two-Face Wilson and Gordon <laughs> oh, he's, he's loving that. <laughs> and here, right off the top Get your calls in. Tommy's in Greenock. Tommy, I think you're on a, a similar theme about the substitutes. Is that right? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was as plain as an noise in your face last night and God don't know about that. Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy. Uh, no, but you, you see, like Ken couldn't pass water last night. Big Arrivo looked tired. Um, Arfield looked tired. We had likes of uh, Wright, Sakala, and 
any ANR to put on, you know, just to fresh up a bit, uh, roost or something like that, you know, just it just died in a second half. We actually made St Johnson look good. Um my second point's about the the Aaron Ramsey. Let's get to that in a second then, no problem at all. Let's split them up. I mean Mark on one hand, for instance, I've got Graham RFC um Who's on Twitter here and says People seem to forget Three points is better than a draw or a loss We got what we wanted On a poor pitch Move on to Saturday Win every game We'll win the league Celtic's luck won't last forever He says Are, are we looking too much into it? I mean Rangers did win the game last yeah. night yeah. It's just In the modern game I guess With all the Like I said you've, You can use five if you want Rangers do have a deep squad It's just It's not common That we see a manager Make one change over 180 minutes But Are people reading too much uh, into it? That's well, the first two callers Want to discuss it Of course on Sunday You can make the argument Because Rangers dropped points On sure. Sunday And it was I was screaming at you At that game When it went to one That the option was there To change things Last night Of course slightly different You you go there to get the job done And Giovanni Van Bronckhurst And Rangers got the job done But You're right When the game's going on And particularly when it's going into That last 10 minutes You, sh- you sometimes think There could be a sting in the tail here And Rangers were we're getting flatter and flatter as the game went on. It is surprising. You don't often see managers mm. not taking that option, especially when you've got the quality that Rangers have got sitting on the bench. Tommy, what's behind that? Because you, you you can only speculate. It's tough to get inside Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's head. Is that does that say he doesn't trust the full squad, or he's only got full trust in the that eleven, and is maybe a bit unsure about other guys, or is there another reason? What, what what's behind that? Well, we obviously don't see what's going on in training, but. I'm just giving it to a personal experience for my own sport. If you're tired, and it, it was glaringly obvious last night, there was a few boys dead in their feet, you don't let them run for another 30 minutes. You know, you, you, whether you've not got much faith in your squad, you're playing a team that's not won, I don't think, the last 11 games at home. They've only won two, two home games. So I don't think that on a player that you might not think is as good as a player that's on the pitch would be sacrificing something. You know, you've, you've got guys on the pitch that are dead in their feet because they Two monumental games against Dortmund, so I could be still following them in their legs for the next three or four weeks. You know? Well, let's get the manager's explanation. He was happy with the team's performance, difficult circumstances, pleased with the three points, as Graham was on Twitter. Uh, he was speaking to Sky and also defended that decision not to make any changes. Three points in the back and go home. Well, sometimes football is like that. You know, it was a very tough game, as we said before the game. You know, a lot of duels, a lot of long balls. You know, the pitch wasn't uh, wasn't you know. Uh, the standard we, we we want to play our game, so we, we need to uh, to play it a little bit differently. I think the early goal uh, lifted us up. You know they were opening up after that, and uh, yeah, it's always good to start. But uh, as we've seen before, we had many chances again. Uh, but uh, I think we were defensively very solid. You know we won our games, we won our uh, our, our duels, and uh, sometimes a, a game needs that. Sometimes you know you you change. Uh, to, to, to turn things around or to change something, you know, I didn't feel we we needed a change and and just you know was so focused in the game to uh, to get the win uh, after 90 minutes. So you know, I didn't uh, think about any changes. RW's on. He says last four away games we made subs and dropped points. Last night we didn't make a sub, got three points, and now everyone is complaining. Says RW. Tommy, what was your final point? Obviously, Aaron Ramsey debacle. You know. We'd be better signing Gordon Ramsay. You know, I mean, at least he could make a good half time snack for the guy. Ah, you've been working on that all week, Tommy. Yeah. You've been waiting for your perfect moment. Executed it, not bad. Nah, <laughs> your, your first gag was okay about me, but just finish it there, mate. You're, you're, <laughs> you're dying in your feet now. I mean, Tommy, I don't know. 
players obviously get injuries People would say Well he's he's not been fit in a while Should have been able to see this coming Is it Is, it, is there any bad luck involved Or is You know how, how do you How do you feel about it overall Halfway through the season This is the critical part of the season You don't sign a player It's no fit To start with I wouldn't think You'd sign a journeyman It's going to be able to dig you a hole You know Not something Not a flare player It's no fit yeah, I think I think everyone sort of agrees with mm-hmm. that, Gordon. We are now speaking with the benefit of hindsight, but you know we can't we can't change that. We're now in the knowledge that he hasn't made an impact yet. He, I think, last we heard, won't play at the weekend, mm-hmm. so you're down to eight league games remaining. But you never know if he does wonders in a couple of those games, even then. You won't be saying it Tommy won't be saying it's a waste of money Do you know we, we, we focus Everything's focused on Aaron Ramsey And I do feel for the boy He's obviously over here To try and get some game time Try he, He's playing with a massive club Try to win a league uh, It's not happened He's picked up an injury But if You, you said there's not contributed anything But if you look at the signings in January For Rangers I don't think many of them have contributed anything Thank you Tommy Always good to see both sides of the debate We've had a lot of people on Defending the the no changes on Twitter Some people calling in with the other view And Dell says We got three points But we've ran the same core of players into the ground Especially with a hard game against Aberdeen Baffling Even subs purely to kill time Would have made sense How can you not trust a squad who won a league by 25 points, says Del Celtic fans. Where are you? We're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu on the game last night. Were you there? Did you watch it? What do you make of it? Still three points clear. Get your calls in and you can join us and we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here It's 01419511025 Lots of interesting stuff in the opening part About the Rangers game uh, last night Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu He says he doesn't get frustrated When teams sit in against him But he admits it doesn't make for a great game He says the onus is on them To go and create the spark Beating St Mirren of course 2-0 at home last night uh, goals from Cameron Carter, Vickers, and Callum McGregor. I mean, it doesn't frustrate me. I mean, it 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 it, it, it doesn't make for a great spectacle. But I understand why oppositions do it. I mean, you know, people say, well, you know, when we played Rangers or we played other, it was such a great game. Well, that's because the opposition are having a go at us. You know, there's space for us to play. You know, and and when there isn't, then we've got to generate it. We've got to sort of be the instigators. It's, it's not easy, um, and it doesn't make for a great spectacle because. You know, the, the 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 supporters sort of have to wait for us to get the ball and, and, and try and find ways to open the opposition up. So, but uh, yeah, it's an, it's a legitimate way of playing, and, and clubs have had success doing it that way. I understand why why they do it. It's not frustrating. It's just it's just the challenge. But as I said, we've for the most part, I think we've handled teams that sit deep pretty well. There's only been a couple of times where we we've just got a bit frustrated. But I thought today, I just thought we were, we were in control the whole game. Let's bring in Paul, who's a Celtic fan in Stirling. What did you make of it last night, Paul? Yeah, so well, a couple of things to set the scene. Um, I was yeah, took my son, really proud moment. Got two boys, took my oldest, who's six year old, to his first game last night. So it was really exciting. Got up to the stadium, all lit up and green, amazing. Um, the game itself, yeah, it wasn't the, as he said and said it wasn't the best spectacle. But you know, we knocked at the door, all, all you know for 90 minutes and obviously got two goals out of it. The first half was a bit stale. Uh, granted, and we were trying a few things that weren't working, maybe long balls into Mieda, who, was, who looked like a busy fool at times. But, you know, you could tell the desire was there. You could tell that the players, 
even though Hatati obviously didn't have far from his far best game in Abada, but you could tell that they were getting frustrated, and that's what you want, you know, because it's, it's obviously they see it's not good enough. Changed it up, we won 2 0, we're top of the league. But my frustration comes at when you take your son to the, the game, and I've been going for years, um, used to have a season ticket, no longer do, because there's a young family staying in Stirling, but I'll be going back soon, hope to take the boys. My frustration was just hearing the negative chants and, and you know, you see it through the eyes of your son when you go because obviously you're a bit conscious about the language and what's getting said and from every angle of the stadium they were berating the players like, I mean, berating them and, you know, not even going to mention who they were berating it was pretty much every player but some of the boys, you know, have been you know, great servants to the club and one of them ended up scoring a goal and you're like, what? Like, what? They're, they're, I would call them Celtic abusers rather than Celtic supporters and I just don't understand it we're top of the league I mean, what, what did they expect? You know, I understand that we had a frustrating weekend yeah, I totally get it, and Europe wasn't ideal, but we're still top of the league, and I don't think anyone thought we would ever be there. You know, and coming back to the football with, with a young boy, I just, I just wish the people were a wee bit more positive and, and take stock of where we are and, and realise what we're doing in the stadium. We're there to support a team that we love, you know? Yeah, I mean, Mark, this, we could probably do a, a six <laughs> hour phone in and trying to understand, you know. The way fans feel and, and what's too negative And what's not And what you've got a right to say When you've spent your money And, and what you don't And there's obviously 60,000 there And some mm. people might go to some like extremes And other people are in the middle So It's quite hard to broad brush all that But I, I, I get what, where Paul's coming from Is this because it's the business end of the season And people are getting a bit anxious well, or nervous uh, I yeah, don't know It certainly adds to it when it's this time of the year But You could argue that It would be the same for certain people In the first game of the season now I'm with Paul Paul's way of thinking You know when I went to games And, and when I was playing there I like people who encourage me in the right way But the argument is People pay their money And they're, they're there to vent their frustrations Or support <laughs> In different ways Now sometimes That does get a rise out of you When you're You're absolutely getting Heckled almost from the crowd And you know you're having a nightmare yourself It sometimes gives you that wee joke And you're Right I'll prove them wrong Um and certain players can deal with it better than others. That that's the one thing that's that's quite striking. You know, you can see players go under who don't want the ball. Uh, I'm not talking particularly about a Celtic team. I'm talking in general who don't want the ball because they get stuck. And then that's counterproductive. And you get players who who may rise to it. You know, we've seen over the years. Think I'm going to take this game in the scruff of the neck. Paul mentions one that goes on to score. I'm guessing I wasn't at the game last night, so I don't know if it was Callum McGregor. Or Carter Vickers that was getting it But two of them have been outstanding this season And two of them come up trump. So look, people go They display their frustrations in different ways It's been the case forever And it will be all, always be the case What about Paul's sort of assessment of The things Gordon where You know it was Just not coming off in the, in the final third And uh, Maeda maybe a bit of a, a lone Kind of frustrated figure at times With high balls We saw a bit of that at the weekend But yeah. Celtic were Celtic were better last night, weren't they, than the weekend? Yeah, I, I think that when you play Celtic, for instance, opposition, um, if Steve Robinson went there last night, he's looked at Maeda in the middle. Now, the one thing you don't give him is, is space in behind because he's going to absolutely kill you with his pace because that's what he is, that's his strength. What you do is allow the ball to go wide. The balls come in and you defend them. You're going to your centre-halves. If your centre-halves not winning them, and that's what frustrates them. I think the thing with Celtic just now, as I say, I watched the Rangers game last night. Very, very poor. Rangers manager, all about three points down the road. That's what it is just now. About a month ago, I remember standing in here going, 
you know, I love watching Celtic and the way they go about their business. That first 60 minutes, explosion, the pace, the way they get at teams, they look like they can score every time they go up the pitch. That's dropped off, so fans think that that's going... Every time they go along to Celtic or go to a Celtic game, that's going to happen. It ain't. It's not going to happen. Mm. The most important thing just now is games like this, when you know the opposition's going to come and part the bus and they've got every right to do that, you've got to find a way... To win, get the three points. If you get a good performance, great. And Celtic done that last night. Uh, Paul, I'm going to read a tweet from your namesake, another Paul, on Twitter. And, and based around what Ange Postacoglu was talking about, he says, I'm sick of teams coming to Celtic Park with two banks of five with no intention of going forward. The amount of time wasting by all teams is nothing short of embarrassing. Referees need to start booking players who continually waste time. Ange Postacoglu was speaking about the, the challenge of that, Paul. <laughs> Where do you sit on, on occasions like last night? Is that, is that just par for the course? Yeah, well, do you know what? At the end of the day, it's a game and everyone's got to play to their own strength and strategy. And I thought St Mirren set the stall out pretty well. I think the manager said, I listened to it after all about, you know, he was quite chuffed with the held their shape and they were disciplined. All right, they didn't create a lot of chances. But, you know, if they open themselves up, what's going to happen? Celtic will score a barrel load more often than not. And I think, I think that's what people forget. They did, they, I hate using the term part of the bus, but you know, they did They did up, put up quite a strong line in front of goals, and I, I thought we coped with it pretty well. We were just looking, we were looking at different options, we were looking at different ways to break them down, and then he changed it at halfway, and it obviously worked. You know, we get in, okay, there could have been a bit of better delivery in the ball. There was a, I think it was a bad, I put the ball in, and he should have put it along the deck, and it was a, almost a set for Mieda, but I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. St. Mirren go and they open up and say, let's play attacking football and go at them, you know what's going to happen. You're going to double digits So play to your strengths It's a game of football It's all about strategy Nobody says you have to play it a certain way um, Yeah so And that's what makes the football interesting as well Let's be honest Every game's different You know Yeah so, it, can all, it can all be True at the same time I get You know Ange Postacoglu or, or Paul or whoever Talking about Spectacle Is it Stephen Robinson's job To care about spectacle I, I don't I, don't, I wouldn't job. have thought so um, We have wait, How often are we here Every Every couple of weeks You know the, the big two get frustrated Because other teams play a certain way It's easy to forget We do exist in one of the, the one of the, In all the leagues across Europe There can't be many with the inequalities That we've got between the top two And the others So is that is that to be expected? You put your, yourself in the shoes of St Mirren Turning up at Celtic Park Against a quality side With a massive crowd there That are going for a league title And sitting top of a league so uh, I totally agree with Paul I think he talks brilliant sense here If you go attacking toe-to-toe with Celtic The outcome is is, is more than 2-0 So you've got to try and find a structure And a way and a tactic That you're going to try and frustrate Celtic And get a goal or a set play Which has happened before Teams have went before to Celtic Park and Ibrox Sat in, hitting the counter-attack uh, uh, got the goal, had something to hold on to and got a result. It doesn't happen a lot, but you just can't go there and think, right, okay, we're here to entertain the Celtic fans as well. You're not. You've got to play at your strength and St Minister's different. If you think about all the teams that have caused Celtic problems this year, home and away, you know, majority of them have played with a five. That's it. A five, you, you look at Easter Road even on Sunday, you know, just purely to nullify Celtic's wide guys, and it, it leaves one striker, whoever it is, Jakimak, Kyogo, Maeda up against three centre halves, or, or earlier on it was a Yeti in the season. It's a big ask. And 
if op- opposition managers see that that works and that keeps you in the game, they're going to do it. So, Celtic, what have we got? Nine games left. They're going to come up against it again. Also, I wonder if. Let's go back early in the season. Celtic beat Dundee 6 0 at home. They beat St Mirren 6 0 at home. You know, scoring freely and convincingly. I'm going to get, I can't remember specifically. I'll hold my hands up. I can't imagine St Mirren came out and had a go that day. I can't imagine Dundee really came out yeah, and had a go. St Mirren had a chance off. Uh, 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 you know, take Dundee. This is nothing new, is it? You know, teams do do this, and then more often than not, at the start of the season, Celtic were were just kind of blitzing their way through yeah. it. Does it only become a frustration when it's not as easy to break down? Of course, it, like if you don't score in those games, when teams sit with five at the back, if you don't score within the first 15 20 minutes, the frustration grows not only with the crowd but with the players themselves because they quickly know this is going to be a hard night. In that, those opening stages of the game, Celtic had some. Half chances that in another night if they go in, then it's more relaxed and it looks fine. But when they don't go in, it becomes a struggle. And Celtic have to find a way of dealing with that better. Uh, thank you, Paul. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Since we're hearing from Ange Postecoglou, let's just hear uh, one more and give you something to think about during the travel. He says he's selfishly delighted at Celtic taking on Rangers in Sydney. He says it's good for Scottish football and he won't be treating the game as a friendly. I've said from day one, I'm not going to tell the supporters what to feel or what not to feel. Uh, selfishly, I'm delighted, mate, because um, I'm all over the promotional stuff, which means I'll hopefully still be in a job by then or else <laughs> they're going to have to throw it all away. So uh, I'd love to take this team to my hometown and just show people the football we can play. And There's a lot of our supporters, uh, I know it, I've lived it uh, in Australia, who... Uh, They'll be snapping up tickets uh, and changing whatever uh, holiday plans they had to, to, to watch us play. Um, so, you know, I, I can understand some people have different views on it. But again, from my perspective, I'm not going to tell people how they should feel or not. I've I, I got some selfish self-interest in this in terms of I'm going to feel super proud to take this team back to where I grew up. We've got to grow the game here as well, you know, Scottish football. We've got an opportunity, um, not just in Australia, but in Asia, you know, there's a lot of interest in our football club now. I mean, every other big club around the world takes advantage of that. Why wouldn't we take advantage of the fact that we've got an unbelievable opportunity and people know what I'm like. I'm not going to go there and treat it as a friendly. We're going to go there and play a couple of games and I want them to see us playing fantastic football and everyone talking about our football club. It's understandable. If I was Ange Postacoglu, I'd be looking forward to... A trip home as we well home, yeah. uh, Understandable However Banners at Celtic Park And at McDermott Park Last night Against the idea So He May be in the minority But tell us what you think 01419511025 A lot of negativity On social media We did have calls Last night though Saying I'm all for it Grow the game But hearing Ange Postacoglu's Explanation for it How do you feel Tell us right now 01419511025 And I'll run this by you first Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Right, we got three goals last night, didn't we? Two for Celtic, one for Rangers Which means the total is sitting at 15,750 If you're hearing this for the first time and thinking What is he on about? Well, it's Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals And every time Celtic or Rangers score between now and the end of the season We add at least £250 to a cash jackpot And one person listening right now perhaps could win every single penny But if you want to win, you have to enter So text GOAL to 61025 That's G-O-A-L to 61025 This has got a long road to go Every time they score In every competition Between now and the end of the season 
We add more to the pot So just think what it'll look like Come the end of the campaign It's £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only The full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com And since it's across every competition The lines close Saturday 21st of May At 6pm So if you want to be in with a chance Text GOAL to 61025 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here at so 1025 Before the break we heard from Ange Postacoglu He says he's selfishly delighted at Celtic taking on Rangers in Sydney It's a bit of a homecoming for him He says he's delighted, he's all over the marketing uh, and promotional material for it um, well, I think that's maybe partly the reason that so many Rangers fans think it, it sits a bit strange uh, as well yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I am very interested in the reaction to this Mark Because on Twitter, the negativity is like nothing I've ever seen Both sets of fans had banners against it last night yeah. They've done the unthinkable, they've got Celtic and Rangers fans by and large Singing off the same hymn sheet, which you would never think was possible However, um Everyone who phoned in last night was for it And I can I can see calls coming in right now Saying that they're for it I don't know I've never known an issue like this Where people don't want to come on and slag it on the phones <laughs> But they'll, they'll do it on Twitter yeah. um, Like I said last night Rangers fans Money over morals No Derby friendly And at the same time Celtic fans Oh not half of anything Unless there's money to be made uh, Shove your old firm Derby up your <laughs> yeah, what, have point made made, what have you made point of the made, reaction to um, it? It's what I expected If I'm honest In terms of a negative reaction From both points of view If you're Rangers Ange Postacoglu has just made your point Perfectly clear He's all over the promotion He's he's obviously an icon in Australia It seems like it's his gig If you like From Celtic's point of view Look I can see why they would go to Australia I went to Australia with Celtic They've got a fantastic fan base but I'm not a fan of uh, taking Celtic and Rangers games elsewhere and, and, and marking them as friendlies. I think it just takes a bit away from that fixture. And I, I don't like the idea of that, whether it be Australia, America. I know it was muted to go to America years ago. Didn't like the idea of it then. Um, and and what, what's behind that? Is this, you know, I keep hearing things about this being a sort of, you know, the, the raw side of this derby, the fact that it hasn't been overly commercialised and, and so on, that that's what people... Yeah. Like about it That's something that should be maintained Is that what you mean? I, I, I think so I think it's unique to your game here in Scotland It is your unique selling point If you like And when all eyes Fall on these games in Scotland That's why Missing You know A large portion of the fans At either ground Is, is sad as well But uh, It's just such an attractive fixture Because what it means to both sets of fans I've no doubt That there are Millions of fans around the world Who would like to sample this But me and Dazzers would like to sample sporting occasions as well But they aren't on their doorstep They're in foreign countries and we just have to admire them from afar I don't think this should be any different It's it's our game and I think we should keep it here Reaction to it's been quite something Gordon Incredible uh, I was watching the games last night And I, I like the rest of you guys I witnessed the banners and uh, you know the fact that A lot of supporters are not for it at all Gordon I can totally understand that I really can And I think Mark makes a lot of great points about it there What what bit of it Do you understand the most If you like I, I, uh, for, for against it I just think that This is our biggest game This is a showpiece This is a game that We're now fighting to even get Away supporters into 
Everybody looks forward to this game It's We talk about it for months and months This is, sounds like you're th- saying it's a good thing then No If it's a showpiece Yeah, show off. but in Scotland um, and you're, you're tripping away And I totally get the fact of Celtic Rangers looking at marketing um, You know, bringing a lot of money in Which it would probably do But I think for supporters that follow their team I, I, I think the biggest majority will not accept it, Gordon However, um, however if Clyde want to send me and Daz yeah, first class to Australia to cover it, then we're mm, all for it. I might not Just delete that part of the show. You can contribute <laughs> to some of the airfare. If you don't lose a game on Beat the Pundit between now and then, we'll have more money because we won't need to give away signed balls uh, and that'll cover about one hundredth. We'll need to watch the... in the telly then, Daz. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be, be squashed tonight at five past seven. Uh, let's bring in Ian. What do you think about this, Ian? Well... Um, one of the boys spoke about it Hi Gordon Hi Gordon Hi Mark uh, One of the boys Celtic supporters Spoke about it It's a product They'll sell it um, What a What a day it would be And What I said to Ross The producer uh, I said to Ross I said What would what, 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 Let's be hypothetical here Guys If a boy from Glasgow just immigrated, say ten years ago, and he and he's the two, his wife's the two boys, and he knows Celtic Rangers are coming to Sydney in November. He's been following Celtic since he was a wee boy, and he's brought his boys up. But they've only watched it on the TV, and they're coming to Sydney, where they live. Just you know, just figure of speech. What a buzz that would be for the two young kids. It would, it would sell out the. The market, the market's out there. Seven billion, uh, a population worldwide, and I would say Celtic Rangers is the biggest watched derby worldwide, without a shadow of a doubt. Guys. No, I don't know about that. I just think, I mean, listen, we love it and it is popular, but I think there would be, you know, there would be ways of proving that, and I don't, I don't think the TV figures would would back that up. So, um, someone can correct me if I'm wrong. Like some of that makes sense, Mark. I'm sure the people in Australia are looking forward to it, um, and the, the marketing side of it. Is it time that we stopped being so insular and looked outwards and tried to grow the game? Ange Postecoglou says it. Uh, Rangers commercial department speaking yesterday, talking about it being worth more money than a full season uh, in the SPFL would be. That none of that doing yeah, it for well, you. Well, the, the fans' banners kind of address that to to what they feel about that money over actual. What the fans feel About the fixture What you can see that argument With with finances In Scottish football Just now That clubs are desperate For income But you would also argue That Celtic and Rangers You know Do have Huge financial pool And other departments That they don't need to Go down this route Um, There's no doubt They would sell it out If they they went anywhere They would sell this game out Because it's there's a large phone everywhere, but I just think it's unique to here. Like I said, there are other sporting occasions around this world that are unique to certain cities, and they stay there. And even the American football stuff that's coming to to London, I I, I don't particularly like that because I, I still think yes, there's a big phone here, but there's something in going to the actual city where the teams are based to watch it because you get a real. You get a real feeling of what the fixture is. It's not. It's not moved. And anyway, it'd be watered down. I'm convinced it wouldn't be first team players anyway. There wouldn't be that bite. Mm. There wouldn't be that rivalry. So you're getting the full experience. 
I don't think you would be I'm now confused To an extent Gordon Because if you only listen To this show And you weren't on social media You would think This is going down well Amongst the fa- Everybody that's phoning in I'm telling you mm. is, is saying it's a good idea But the number Of dissenting voices On social media And it's not just social media Because Last night Banners Both Grounds It, it seems like the clubs have got this wrong In the sense that They've angered a lot Of their own fan base no, no matter what the issue is And all the ins and outs of it If you Get such a negative reaction From so many Of your fans Your supporters Then you've probably Got something wrong Yeah I do agree And I think that You can look upon The fan base That one Was at Celtic Park last night Was at McDermott Park last night I'm sure there's a lot of Fans that unfortunately can't make it to the games that sit in the house and think, yeah, this would be a great showpiece of a, a game. There's a lot of good positives for it, Gordon. Money, marketing, going over to Australia. Uh, Ian makes a great point. You know, somebody been over there wanting their kids to see it. But Mark, Mark uh, touched on a point that I was thinking as well. Uh, is it going to be the two first team? Well, it wouldn't be because yeah, exactly. it's around the time of Ta- the World, World Cup. Cup. So, uh, Mark's right. I, w- you want to go over there with... If you go over to Australia, the, the fans want to see the, the big players. I know that you can't guarantee that with injuries and stuff like that, but the majority of the big players, I think it'd be two weak sides, and I think it would take the sort of excitement away for the game. Uh, let's thank you and bring in Stuart. Stuart, we're running out of time, but make your point quickly if you can, please. I know, but I was, I was just saying to the producer there, and I was trying to through, why not make this game during the season? Something that means something. I know they're talking about doing it during the international break, but you see the NFL, they do it, they come to in London, and that still counts part of their season. Why not incorporate it into the season so they get more revenue instead of they're not playing for something? Instead so, so it's like the old NFL thing that Mark was talking about. Ah, well, I don't know, I wasn't sure, I've not been listening that long. No, no, it was, just, no, just, no, it was only just a couple of minutes ago, it wasn't. Um, I was just trying to say, is that what you mean, you know, the way the NFL do? I just yeah incorporate it into the season mm. so that instead of having just like bragging rights, it actually means something. Mm. Is that not even worse though, Stuart? What does that what does that say? What does that do to? I don't know if you're if you're able to go to games or not, but what does that say or do to guys who spend so much money following Celtic and Rangers up and down the country and giving it their all that they then uproot one of those fixtures and take it elsewhere? I know. No, that is a fair point. I see what you're saying, but I'm just thinking if. I, the clubs are obviously kind of hell bent on trying to get extra revenue in. Um, yeah, it makes a bit more sense to it kind of during the season, same as the NFL. But listen, rev- that's it, Mark. Revenue, revenue ticks yeah. that box. Money over morals. Said one of the the banners last night. It just depends how you're wired when it comes to these things. Well, if you did that, yeah, you'd be alienating. What, 110,000 fans, 60,000 and, and 50,000? Well, more than that, in theory, but in terms of yeah. going to the game. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I knew people who bought these season tickets that they had to give up their seat when Rangers came to town because that was in their season ticket. Imagine if you bought a season ticket and you had to give up one of those because Celtic v Rangers was in Australia. Mm, I think um, there'd be major I mean, questions I mean, here. you would know in advance, I'm sure, mm. but um, Gordon, that, that, that's when you do become... You know, we talk about soul, right? Our game really means something to people. Comparing it to American sports, where you've got franchises that actually move city and, and change their name, that, that that that's that's soulless. It might have commer- it might be commercially streets mm. ahead of us. I think we get that, but that's where you need to choose, isn't it? That's not it's not what football was set up for. Think of what these teams are founded upon and and what it's meant to mean to people in the local area and the local communities. 
you kind of having to choose here, haven't you? We we always say that football is all about fans, Gordon, and I think clubs, as much as financially, it would be good for them. Um, I think you've got to listen to your supporters. They're a bread and butter. They're the guys that turn up week in, week out. They're the guys that support you through, you know, some bad winter nights and travelling all over this country to support our team. So, uh, my opinion, I think you've got to listen to them. Like you can see the the obvious efforts that have been made to grow the game. That you know that is understandable. I think even this afternoon, for instance, Celtic have announced they've teamed up with a, a big Australian radio station to. To go and sort of broadcast stuff over there. I mean, naturally, listen to us instead if you yeah. can. If, you, if you're in Australia and you're listening, don't, don't turn off or anything. But uh, I see the, the efforts being made there. Um, thank you uh, to Stuart. We're a bit late for this. We're very late, actually. My apologies. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Come on then, beat the pundit. Which one of these two hopeless beat the pundits contestants would you like to take on? Get your calls in before seven on 01419511025 and you could be up next. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB I, I think I'm now the victim of a coordinated prank here Because genuinely I look to my right And I can see negativity, anger, sweary words About this friendly so-called in Australia I look to my left And the call screen is just people who think it's a great idea Maybe there's a lesson in there yeah. I don't know um, Anyway, it's time for this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Still a good bit to get through. It was a busy night in the Premiership last night. Lots of talking points. So keep your calls coming in, please. Whatever it is that's on your mind, now is a good time to share it. 01419511025. You can tweet as well at Clyde SSB. But before we do anything, it's beat the pundit. How bad were you on Tuesday, by the way? Well, my only excuse is the quizmaster wasn't very on his game that night. I thought some of the questions were terrible the way you put them over. I, I, I should have. I wish I had got earlier and thought about this. We need to play that back. He's absolutely no need, at Gordon. It. No, no need. you listening? I was listening. What was uh, wrong with the questions? I must have switched off. Gordon, somewhere. you quite clearly says name either assistant manager. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick up. I think my earphones. Right, hold went. on. So let, let's let's take. It I think f- my cans went. A few steps back. Then <laughs> I don't know where you've now changed to. I didn't pick that up That sounds a lot more To use yeah. a very frustrating phrase Like a you problem Than a me problem No there was no. another question I thought you're very poor on But I'm sure you you, I'm, I'm sure like you'll up your game tonight Can, you, can you imagine right, At the end of Who wants to be a millionaire Back in the day Where the guy just blames Chris Tarrant He's <laughs> just like <laughs> You've lost me a million <laughs> I mean <laughs> Granted I'm a lot less talented A lot less important And a lot Less paid than, than Chris Tarrant Right so I'm not trying to liken myself But Gordon I, I, It's not my fault If I, you don't know the answers To simple questions Look I, I take it very personal That you know Losing Losing the balls here I don't like doing that And especially with Producer Callum Staring me down And then Criticise me Yesterday On a A text message Which I, I've not recovered I thought you were rubbish Right and it wasn't my fault So we'll see you tonight John's a Celtic fan No that's for after Beat the pundit Jordan is a Rangers fan In Denison How's it going Jordan? Hi Gordon Good Do you yeah, do, you do all right When you When you play along at home? Uh, 
Oh, one's in two, isn't it, mostly? Oh, no. oh, get him on it. You'll hammer Gordon Diel then, that's Hope for sure. Hope it's a deal. Uh, heads, it will be Mark Wilson, and tails, it will be Gordon Diel. I don't know why your eyes are lighting up. You oh, got one on Tuesday. I don't care. So, oh, Jordan sounds If he gets a two, you're in trouble. Jordan sounds terrible. You've got your wish. It's tails. It again? I don't oh, no. think Jordan's as bad as I say. I think Aye, he's playing it down. Jordan's I think, he's, a I think he's going jo- to be good. Jordan's, Jordan's bottling already. Listen, I think he's going to be good. I think Jordan does sound Jordan, quite intelligent. Take your time. No, I, we on, can go back to your first answer. Honestly, I think he sounds quite intelligent. Jordan's no chance. Absolutely no chance. Right, okay. Um, well, we're going to give you some Clyde 2 to listen to so that you can't steal the answers. 30 seconds, Jordan. Just answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know it. All right. Okay Let's go 30 seconds starts now Apart from Scotland Name the only European country Ange Postacoglu is managed in Pass Former Rangers captain Lee Wallace Currently plays with Which English championship UPR. club uh, Name the only player In the Scottish Premiership Who was sent off last night uh, Ryan Edwards James Tavernier's brother Marcus Plays for which English championship club pass. How many SPFL teams Have county In their full club name uh, Two which club did Scott McDonald leave in 2007 to join Celtic? Motherwell. Okay. Let's bring back Gordon Deal. Gordon, can you hear us? Can. Same set of questions, ready? Right, yeah, Let's go. Apart from Scotland, name the only European country Ange Postacoglu has managed in. Uh, Japan. <laughs> Former Rangers captain Lee Wallace Currently plays Creepy with which English Championship club Named the only player in the Scottish Premiership Who was sent off last night uh, Sent off, sent off, sent off, sent off Japan Pass, move James Tavernier's brother Marcus Plays for which English Championship club Is it Middlesbrough? How many SPFL teams have county in their full club name? Uh, one Many ca- Many Premiership clubs Japan I know I, I can't believe that Seriously I know Japan I just think where it came from <laughs> I was poor <laughs> I mean I, this in the nicest I want way possible question, I want the questions again What is wrong with you? See when it comes to the, the world The globe The planet in God, which you live I didn't take the question And I just went post a Country oh. oh that'll be replayed Japan uh, I, I thought it was good was Jordan, that, Is that not Jordan, the right answer? You cannot lose to a guy That thinks Japan's in Europe <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Oh it's my word Right Apart from Scotland Name the only European Country Ange Postacoglu Has managed in Okay What was it? Greece, Greece. I wouldn't have got that anyway So I thought Japan was Oh, right, oh that's okay then uh, Jordan <laughs> Jordan didn't get it either Yeah I thought Japan Was a better bit in Greece um, <laughs> Former Rangers captain Lee Wallace Plays for QPR You both got that Well done Name the only player In the Premiership Sent off last night Rocky by name Rocky oh. by name Jordan, yeah, Bashiri Don't Jordan I feel like you Kinda knew that No And just couldn't Get out No uh, Ryan Edwards was the first team that popped in. It was yeah, an own goal yeah. for him, you see. Yeah. Wasn't it? It was Jordan. an own goal. I just heard him say, and struggling on the R. I thought he was All of a go sudden, Jordan, my Japan answers no. Looking too silly now. Has Ryan Edwards scored own goals in back to back games, by the way. Yeah. Come Dundee on, Gordon, I'm excited That's here. quite something. Having a shocker, aren't he? Uh, yeah. Um, James Tavernier's brother, Marcus, plays for Middlesbrough. You both got that. Oh, no. Um, do you know that. Jordan got more questions than you oh. <laughs> He took too long over Oh Japan, Japan. I'm gonna, I'm No gonna, no I'm You took too long 
<laughs> you just you and him are laughing. I'm going to come back to this next one because the final question Jordan got was which club did Scott McDonald leave in 2007 to join Celtic? Oh, Motherwell. So you would have got that, but you didn't get that far. So as it stands, Jordan's three two up. Right? I know so, it's two two. No, it's three two. How's um, it three two? What is wrong with this? Just shh, right. It's three two. Trust me. Lee Wallace question James yeah. Tavernier's brother yeah. And Motherwell And you at this point in time You've only got QPR And James Tavernier's brother Three and two Okay However There was one more question in it So let's find out If you did enough How many SPFL teams Have county In their full name You went one Jordan went two The answer Is one <laughs> oh. Hold on Hold on a minute I He's never got this Scott McDonald question <laughs> <laughs> How long have you played Beat the Thunder for? Is he stitching me up here Like what you, What is going on You went You, ran out, time, you ran out of time That's why you didn't get it I didn't know Right okay <laughs> I feel there's a bit of So it's a tiebreaker <laughs> It's rare that I'm speechless oh, Seriously man. but You don't get this what am I to be but, you, but you mentioned The Scott McDonald que- Question But then said uh, The county question I So that. I thought You've missed me out which is a bit unfair Right okay I'm on a tiebreaker isn't I Yes you are right, Come okay. on Dazzler Jordan's panicking Jordan it's pretty simple I'll read the question He'll write his answer down If he can manage that And I'll then invite you To give me your attempt So the question Is this Of all the Scotsmen Who've played for Rangers This season How many Scotland caps Do they have combined So of all the Scotsmen Who've played for Rangers This season how many Scotland caps do they have combined? Gordon, show me your answer. Uh, Jordan, what's the attempt from you? Uh, I'll go 30. Okay. Uh, I'm there's, out, there's and this, there's a bit in this. Bit. McGregor, Jack, well, that's Parson, and McLaughlin. Mag- oh, no, no. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Gordon's <laughs> gone for 101, and Jordan's gone for 30. Right, so there's quite a, a gap here. The answer is 60. So Jordan's done yeah. you. He's done you by 11 or so, unless 10. my arithmetic is off. You went 10. I'm, I'm, I'm not in the game. Alan McGregor. I'm not in the game. Once again, you've got to take responsibility. Jordan says thanks for playing. Right, okay, See Jordan. You on your, on your See you later. Later. He's done you there, Daz. No, he done me because he started. I knew Jordan would be good. See, we replay this, right? He bursts out laughing for about two minutes. Uh, on my unfortunate Japan Right <laughs> and, uh, True Gordon And I missed out In the Scott McDonald Which would have won me The, the, the tie <laughs> I can't help but feel that Again If you are going to answer Something so ridiculous You have to expect The consequences How am I supposed is to Treat Japan th- with a straight face Is it not 30 seconds For both contestants Yeah That's all <laughs> I'm asking for Fair and square Mark No uh, no, no 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 no. I, I, think, I, I think I'm going to burst Jordan Well He's getting a burst ball It gets sent out Flat anyway It doesn't get sent out Pumped up so okay, we, can't fit it, we can't fit it in the envelope we, do that. we can't but fit it in the post box <laughs> <laughs> Oh well done Jordan yeah. uh, uh, I knew he would beat you there I can't You've been hopeless all week I have oh, I was brilliant last week too Too. I, I, Japan's killed me Absolutely killed I don't you, I just you, heard Posta Coglu And I was Geographically I thought, you're not I had to Clued in I I to, Again though Do you know what To defend my own part in this We did laugh But you took ages before Saying Japan No I did not y- Yes you did No I'll tell you what I, I do think And then you passed well, 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 Anyway well, so. You had the eyes closed 
Roger Hanna. My goodness, I had the hand. Oh, Japan's killed me. It's killed me. It's absolutely killed me. I'll never go there again. Uh, okay, 01419511025 on the phones. John is a Celtic fan in Paisley. John, what's your point tonight? Uh, good evening, Gordon. Gordon and Mark, how are we? Not bad, good. how are you? Uh, I'm okay, I'm okay. I actually was coming on to talk about the Celtic Rangers Australia stuff, but I actually can't keep myself laughing about the Dazzler. He's, he's, he's a comedian, absolute unconscious comedian. He's brilliant. That's one word for it. <laughs> unconscious is the right word, yeah. <laughs> John, I'm not taking that as a compliment, let me tell I'm you sorry, right now. Sorry, Gordon, but I've been listening to you guys for years and I'm a first-time caller, so I'm a bit nervous as well. So well what made you call? I'm always interested what pushes people over the edge to pick up the phone, John. To be fair, it was, it was the Australia thing. Um, I'm, I'm of an age where I, I know a lot of people who have done the travelling across to Australia and they've moved across and they've immigrated and, and they've got very good ties with Glasgow and the West and, and Ireland as well, I may add. But I think it's a fantastic opportunity. Um, I, I don't, I'm not buying into the... This, I, I believe the small amount of people who think it's, it's a negative thing. I understand what Martin Gordon are saying. It's a Glasgow, it's an... It's just a one-off. We are, we, are, we are different to everybody else, but I think we need to look at the bigger picture. I think the exposure the clubs will get um, will be, be enormous. Um, I think it will benefit Rangers more than Celtic, I may add, because of the amount of money that will generate. And they may they may like the money more than Celtic, but um, I just think it's a fantastic opportunity to share our, our experience across across the globe. Um, and I just want to know what the guys think about but, that. But do you think it is the majority, John? Again, like, you know, the both... Grounds again last night I'm not saying it was everyone But there was there were songs about Where you can stick the friendly I've said the banners I, I am acutely aware Because it dominates my life I know that sometimes on Twitter the, the negativity gets put across louder But this just does seem like an awful lot You know The number of comments were, I think Was it a Rangers fan group Put out a statement today Against it as well It, it doesn't feel like it's a, a social media Loud minority this time Are you sure it is? I'm 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 pretty well in my own opinion. Right, I think it's maybe I'd go back to an age thing. If, if you're a certain age, if you're a young a young person, maybe under thirty, um, you may be against it. But I think the, the old the, an older generation. I, I'm 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 in my, my, my mid to late fifties, uh, and I think the opportunity of people whose families have lived across there, and the, just the opportunity to see these two clubs. And by the way, it will never be, never, never, never be a friendly. Um, absolutely never But I just think the exposure it'll, it'll be brilliant I just think people are so narrow-minded That they need, to, they need to look outside The West of Scotland bubble If that can't make sense Just open yourself up to a different different planet Celtic and Rains are played in North America And other parts But this is the two clubs at the same time In a different country And I think they need to embrace it And I know, I know it'll be a lot of people who disagree with me But that, that's why I've made this choice For the first time Ever to phone in and just put a point across. Yeah, I, I mean, I get but, that, Mark. Yeah, yeah. John, John's talking about the exposure, but I would argue that they, both clubs have worldwide exposure. Um, and you know, we're led to believe that you know Celtic are huge in Australia. Ange Postecoglou's game that certainly boosted that. So we the Rangers fan there. last night as well saying there's a you know huge supporters clubs and stuff, and I get that, but yeah. that, it just depends who it's for. Then I guess. Well. My problem I'm sure the fans over there Would like it I don't, I'm not sure that's, they would the, like that's it. the debate I, I mean I went to Australia With Celtic We were there for three weeks The fans loved it They were there at the training ground They were there in great numbers At the training ground Were the stadium sellouts? No they weren't They weren't sellouts So both clubs coming together I've no doubt That they would sell it out But I'll go back to the point 
would it be the fixture that we sell, we love to watch here in Glasgow? Not when look the rivalries there between the two of them, but wouldn't it be the same bunch of players? You wouldn't get that bite that you get when it really matters to win these games at home because you're playing for sun. I was at Celtic the season. We played Rangers seven times. Seven times in meaningful competitions. Now, at the seventh game, the players loved it. But there was some people saying, seven's too many. You know, and that was cup finals. That was cup replays. That 11 was, years ago yesterday. That was 11 years ago yesterday. Was You're it? right. The Papach incident. Yeah. So, oh, so even... That, yeah, yeah, yeah. 11 years has not been good for him. I <laughs> certainly hasn't. But that was when there was something to play for and they were saying it was too much... It would just be a watered down version Of the fixture that we love And can sell around the world On TV Well as far as I'm I, I wouldn't go as far as Taking it to Australia I'd take it into Europe Into Japan I think <laughs> I, I think it would I would gather a lot of momentum um, I, I sort of tend to agree with you. I can see John's point I think the older generation That's grown up with Rangers and Celtic There'll be a lot of them out there For it to You know Say go and then You know Get over to Australia But you're right Mark It's not going to be the strongest teams It'll probably be squad players And uh, It certainly would fill Any stadium in Australia But I'm with Mark a little bit in this. I think that Celtic Rangers Rangers Celtic games Belong in Glasgow Here we go Thank you John It was nice to hear from you Was that painless? We do it again sometime I would love to do it again Gordon Thank you very much And guys keep it going It's absolutely a brilliant show It's Daz love Keep it going sir Cheers John Thank you John you were doing so well up to Yeah that. It made yeah. me sick John appreciates me uh, Thanks John 01419511025 At least At least someone Something does, does. Yeah. Uh, Right it's a good time To get your calls in Because you could be up next If you do Taking your calls On Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Ah, the dust is just settling on your Beat the Pundit performance, Gordon. Lots of reaction, uh, we'll call it that. Uh, all right, OK. Um, coming in on social media. Um, you're I hope I've got a lot of support out there for not getting the 30 seconds that everybody else can. Not a single person's got your back on that, weirdly. Uh, Curious mm. Creature says, I thought we'd seen and heard it. I thought we'd heard it all. The United States of Arab, the... The poorest answer of them all But now he's gone and done it And we all must share his pain He thinks Japan's in Europe Just next to France and Spain <laughs> He's very good at uh, very, right. very quick Yeah yeah very good yeah, Geography not your strong point Daz um, We're still fine. trying to find What is your strong point That's true Don't, true. don't answer that Do not answer that <laughs> uh, Right we've got a full time teaser For right. you tonight uh, Since 2008 Seven non-Scots Have played in And won An FA Cup final and also played in Scotland at any point in their career. This is a kind of combination of two people sent similar questions. So I want to give Michael Murray a shout out as well because his was quite similar. Um, so since 2008, seven non-Scottish players have played in and won an FA Cup final and also played in Scotland at any point in their career. Schmeichel. Casper Schmeichel. Yes, well done. Gordon. Is that yours? Yeah. Any more? Um, Dive in. Um... Going to say Tim Crew, no. Turi, no. Good guess, that wasn't it? I'll tell you what, it's a great guess. That was a good guess, but not Freddie Lindbergh. No, 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 no. I'm surprised Turi's not on there. I must say. What was was the question? Since 2008, yep, seven non-Scots have played in and won an FA Cup final, and also played in Scotland. What about Marais? Who played recent man? No, he's just on trial. But he played recent man. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. 
It's not the same thing anymore to get on, Freddie Lundberg isn't he one of them? No, no one Too far back Was he? Mm. Right, okay uh, I'm struggling with you right here A couple of obvious ones on there Yeah, it's obviously sh- Must say, I mean A couple of obvious ones yeah. Caravac has never played with Tottenham You never <sighs> won an FA Cup eh? Honestly, see, see when you hear some of these And you've just <clears throat> given me that I'm just thinking out loud though. Uh, Alec is a Rangers fan in Airdrie Alec, who do you want to talk about tonight? Um, I, I'd just like to go back uh, to the, the discussion the boys were having earlier about uh, the Rangers' performance last night and the fact that um, uh, the manager apparently didn't think about changing it. Um, just just thinking back on the situation, um, would Rangers not have been better, you know, fronting up uh, the money that Hearts wanted, and I think it was about uh, 500000 or something, would they know been better fronting up and getting uh, Suter in the team to prevent, you know, the the, the debacles that we're seeing uh, regularly at the back for the Rangers, and also, um, you know, paying what's reported to be two and a half million pounds for Ramsey. For who? He's not going to win. For who? Ramsey's Sorry, Alec. Not going to win. Ramsey's not going to win any games for Rangers. Sitting in the stand You two are that daft I'm trying to spoon feed you The fact that Aaron Ramsey Is on the team Ramsey. Ramsey. What is Aaron wrong Ramsey. with you two? Oh. Ramsey anyway, Thanks Alex Sorry Alec Thank To hijack you Alec, Alex Alex making a good point there What do you think of the more general Sentiment You know John Souter Should that have been done And the, the yeah. Whether that's instead of Aaron Ramsey Or if that comes into the equation Um. Well Certainly now When you look at it Because No matter how you look at it Right You, you couldn't Nobody could predict Aaron Ramsey was going to come in, play against Aaron, and then be injured. We know he's got injury problems, okay, but he Some was people presumed, might say they could he was presumed fit, and he, he was he played bits and pieces. But he has been a waste of money, and I know it's not anywhere near what people think he's getting paid. That money, yes, I I'm with Alec here. Could have went to John mm. Suter, and I believed that John Suter would have. Yeah. Been on that side most games. What if though? You know they are actually completely separate. Cause I, I say it every time this comes up. The, the two and a half million, I, th- I think that is over, over the top. I think there is a wage there. I think there's a wage that's within you know Rangers kind of structure. He's not you know getting double what the other Rangers players are getting or anything like that. Um, you still need if you're Rangers, you still need value or want value f- from John Souter. It came at a time when Craig Halkett was injured as well. Hearts obviously didn't mm-hmm. want didn't want to come down to what Rangers were offering, and Rangers didn't want to go up to what Hearts were. The price were wasn't wanting. right. It's as simple as that. The price do you, wasn't do right. you just push the boat out? Should they? Have no. I, I don't know. No, I think I think Rangers looking at their squad, Gordon. Unfortunately, Hollander's um, he's injured, but they've got Bassey that was playing well. They've got Balogun that's in there. Golson. <clears throat> they're 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 very decent players. Yes, would Suter have been a, a big plus for them? I think he would be. But uh, to go and spend the money now, you say, well, he should have spent the money rather than Ramsey. Remember, when Ramsey came, every Rangers fan was over the moon. They were excited, a big signing, marquee signing. He was going to be the difference between winning the league and not. Unfortunately for the boy, he's picked up a, a few knocks. He's not had a lot of game time. And um, you just question the, the signing now because of 
Everybody looks back at his past Well he's not played a lot of football on Over in Italy And he came here with injury He didn't He just came here He needed game time He thought he was going to get that He's a quality quality player It's just no work for him Hindsight's a wonderful thing Yeah Alec I suppose You know John Souter He's, he's at least shown he's a certain type of character He's still digging in He's doing well at heart She could understand People said he might take his eye off the ball He's gone and scored last night He does seem like he's I'm, you know, Keeping his side of the bargain at the moment Well I'm just listening to what Gordon Dales Is saying there He's rhymed off a few players And he's saying that they're all good players etc Yeah they might be good players But they're not playing well just now And John Souter would certainly be uh, a, a, a big advantage to having the centre of that defence at the moment because there were there were spells in in, in that game at uh, McDermott Park last night when they were all over the place and that included um, the, the the people that Gordon has just rhymed off. So, in my opinion, is that if he'd have been there from the start of the season, we would have been losing. You know, so, so many silly goals. Every time, I, every time a, an opposing team gets a corner, I shut my eyes. I hide behind the the, the, the tee every time anybody gets a corner because, especially if it's in the last five minutes, um, and and Suter is definitely somebody who would uh, uh, suggest solve that problem. Yeah, <clears throat> understand. Look, I said uh, before Suter even went to Rangers, Gordon, if I was Rangers, I'd go and get him. Cause I thought, you did, to be fair. Yeah, you I are did. a visionary. Yeah, yeah, I did. Now, what I will say is um, Alex talking about the goals conceded and stuff like that. You look at Rangers defensively uh, as a team, um, they went to Dortmund, won. They drew with Dortmund here and they should have won for that uh, silly uh, decision uh, by the referee. Um, so he put a top quality side like uh, Dortmund out of Europe um, I just think that Rangers looked at the situation and maybe thought we've got enough at the back they looked at Ramsey coming in giving everybody that boost marquee signs I keep saying everybody was excited about it it's not worked just now so obviously people are going to look back and think oh we should have spent the money in John Suter I think John Suter's a fantastic centre half um, but I can totally understand why Rangers went down the other road OK, thank you Alec 01419511025 uh, on the phones We are at Clyde SSB on Twitter as well I can see Milo throwing in some good names Got the obvious um, one On the teaser Kieran Tierney non Scott. No, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, as not so obvious. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I was just why, waiting why? for that moment. Right. James Madison. Night. James Madison. What a night James I'm Madison. You yeah. Madison. Yes, yes. I've covered, covered my tracks here. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's, let's leave it there. Um, let's hear. Let's hear about from Robbie Nielsen. Very strong. Wording last night from him He thinks Hearts were dominant throughout against Aberdeen And he's accusing Lewis Ferguson of diving For the second half penalty they conceded Yeah I'm pleased Yeah, I thought we, we were dominant throughout the game You know, We started the game really well with a couple of chances Thankfully get the goal eventually And then we're pretty comfortable in the second half So all in all a good night I'm finished from the second half the first one He's a good player to play. So I yeah. think John could play anywhere He could probably play up front if he, if he put him there So I was pleased, pleased with, to get Goals from set plays and it's something we've not really done a lot this season. In the last couple of weeks, the 
Gordon and Lee, the assistants and the analysts with the players, I'm doing quite a bit of work on it in the sessions to try and get a bit more of a return if managed to get two to me. What do you make of the penalty? It's a dive. I've seen it already. At the time, I thought it was. And I don't blame a referee. The player was trying to corner him, he's managed to do it. It's just disappointing. I'd like to think the compliance officer will have a good look at it because, you know, we dominated the game, creating chances. They got the pitch, they conned the referee, they could have got back in the game. That, go- that ball goes in for the penalty, they're back in the game from somebody calling the referee. So, very, very disappointed. Huh? Not holding back? No, 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 he never does, Robbie Nielsen. Um, look, he's got a point because it does singled it out as, as his howler. Of the night The missed penalty The dive I said about Stephen McLean as well um, it, it looked like that And he's right If Aberdeen scored at that point Then the game has a totally different look So He always seems frustrated With officials And usually you hear it When it's cost his side Or managers usually come out When it's cost our side He's went the opposite He's got the three points But he still wants to Highlight his frustration I mean you said earlier Gordon you understand sometimes That If there's contact And Attacking players go down There is contact Is it the Delay Afterwards Which causes Robbie Nielsen To be so angry See I mean a slight It's a touch isn't it On his toe Yeah Looking at a a guy With the ability of uh, Ferguson Lewis Ferguson I think he's a top top player boy I think that As a pro You may look back in that And think That doesn't look good at all It's a complete dive Gordon Uh, He's conned the referee And uh, you know, hearts do get away with it because of, of he misses a penalty kick. But Robbie Nielsen... Which is a talking point in itself, by the way. It's the first penalty he's ever missed. Yeah, is that I right? that's amazing. I think he was 11, 11. out of 11. Yeah. Well, which is a brilliant mysteri- record. It works in mysterious ways. Maybe it just wasn't meant for him. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, my. Oh, oh, that? that is poetry there. Get but, that on us. So you want to eat a, bit of an injust- a, a lesson in karma from, from Gordon Vieira? Uh, yeah, is that what we're yes, about to I get? Think, I think we're going down that road now. But um, it certainly was a dive, and the end result was obviously the right one when he what missed What goes the around comes around. Oh, that's, the right. yeah, that's another one. I'm going to get that in a plaque in my kitchen. <laughs> that, that's the kind of stuff you put up. Oh, yeah. You just glance over put when in you're. Your fridge. <laughs> so you think that's why he missed? Because he didn't deserve yeah. the penalty? Yeah. Karma. Okay. Yeah, let's oh, see there. Um, (laughs) I mean It's always interesting then Because you know Jim Goodwin I guess (laughs) Has to respond And is put in a position And here's his take on it I've got a lot of time for Robbie You know We speak quite often um, But if he has made those comments Then I'm quite disappointed Because Lewis Is not a diver You know There was contact He went over Stephen McLean Thought it warranted a penalty And and so be it I think Robbie should focus on the positives Of his own team tonight Because I thought they were excellent um, I thought they played very well I thought they deserved their victory uh, I can't sit here and allow the goal that we had chalked off pass by uh, either because I felt it was a legitimate goal the referee deemed Declan Gallagher to have fouled uh, the young lad Sims in the build up to the goal there was absolutely no foul have to agree well mm. that was my howler of the night uh, I think Jim is correct in defending his player You would expect a manager To come out and stick up for his players But in my opinion It was It looked a dive to me And it was the, the wrong decision But he's right about the goal Goal should have stood Can't argue with that um, uh, You know Jim's been out there And he's only Doing what every other manager would do I disagree I thought Lewis Ferguson did take the dive um, And I agree with the fact that He was a bit unfortunate with the goal 
Okay, 01419511025 Get your thoughts in uh, How are you doing on this teaser yeah, then? Looking got the for office. One. the seven non-Scots since 2008 That have played in and won an FA Cup final And also played in Scotland You've got James Madison and Casper Schmeichel this guy And must, Aaron Ramsey of course no, eventually. This guy must have played in the final uh, Defoe? No Oh no, seriously? What about Not since 2008 Senderos? No um, Scott Sinclair? No Oh no Van Dyke? No Oh what? I'll give you some thinking time We'll get the answers next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard They've had a mixed evening on the quizzing front I must admit Beat the pun that was disastrous I'm doing a bit better on this um, sort of Since 2008 mm. Seven non-Scots have played in and won an FA Cup final And they've also played in Scotland at some point You've got Casper Schmeichel James oh. Madison And Aaron Ramsey Leave this one to me well, Someone's texted you during the break basically no, funny you were on your phone all through that break no, yeah, no, no, Leave no, this to it. me No have it Joe Hart must be one Yep well done Goalkeeper Joey Barton No Right leave it to you What yeah. else you got Joe Hart Is that what they text you you know what we were talking about find out, find out a lot about you guys though When you're out and about So I was at Livingston today right And a, mm. a member of staff approached me And said that when Marvin Bartley's on the teaser He's texting everyone at Livingston Asking oh, them the questions really? Oh really? Oh I don't like that well, you do that as well Quite poor Not every and question also, Bit of drama yesterday and well, mild drama involving you. So I was at Hamden. I was taking part in a, a VAR demonstration, finding out all about it, how it's going to work, how it's going to look, uh, you know, if we can get it and, and all that sort of stuff. And lots of top refs were there. And uh, I said, well, you know, there's a kind of running joke on the show that Gordon's the the referee defender. You know, he likes to be friends with all the referees and and stick up for you guys. And one of them said, "Is that right?" Well, I heard him giving me Howler of the Week. A few weeks ago This guy was not happy with you whatsoever Big Bobby Madden I'm not it? telling you who it was What is that? I'm just well, saying well, well. So don't, never let it Don't fall into the trap of thinking that these guys Don't listen That's that's mm. the worst thing you could have said to him Because he'll be thinking about that now And he will not give A referee a hard oh, time yeah, this, the, no, He'll be what? so sick of frantic I'm going to be very be. critical now I'm changing my ways <laughs> You won't Because you yeah. hate that You hate that when I, I know I have not my good friends that, that I can count on The loyalty sure? and the trust 100% Are you sure? It wasn't Willie Collin was it? Because nah. he sent us a nice uh, selfie a, With him and Willie yeah, Remember a couple yeah, of weeks ago uh, No chance An AD uh. would never go behind my back So um, I, I'm, I'm having a guess who it is is it the guy who's joined my golf club? And it's my golf club. I think you'll be surprised. I think you'll be surprised. Anyway, you're Keith. so in with them all. Mm, well, they're all falling about Keith, while I play that. golf. Keith's a Rangers fan. What's on your mind tonight, Keith? How are we doing, guys? All right. Yeah, good. Thanks. Good. No, basically, I'm just re- listening to the show quite a lot, and I'm, I'm listening to the night, and I'm thinking, you know, the negativity around the Rangers' performances and that, and I get it. The Motherwell result for me was worse than the Celtic result. Been turning up at Ibrox and, and losing the lead. But I mean, I also look at it and think we're still on for a, a treble this year. I mean, we just put out the, the favourites for the Europa League. Is there any reason we can't go on and, and beat any other team in that? Is there anybody better than Dortmund in it? On the night, I think we could we could beat anybody over two legs. And obviously with the league, we're only three points behind Celtic. And uh, still in the Scottish Cup. I've waited Dundee, which is pretty favourable. 
So I see what you think about that Do you think it comes from a A place of expectation Keith Maybe your fellow Rangers fans didn't it, it, You're right As close as that is It's three points Maybe your fellow Rangers fans Didn't expect to be trailing By, by three points at this stage Is there maybe I'm trying to speak on behalf of people here Which is difficult If they are being so negative Do you think They're fearful that Rangers Don't go on and win this league I have oh, Listen Totally I mean where we were And where we are now Obviously it's not good enough But I mean Come on Three points If you win all your games It goes down to the Celtic games All you need to do is Win and draw You won the league Yeah I mean Mark Keith Nothing up with that It's always good to hear Sort of both sides If there is negativity Keith's balancing that up That they're still Rangers are are banging Everything apart from The League Cup And Is he right? Is it Should it be a bit more of a A glass half full Or is this just what a title race does to people? Well, well of course it does You know when you're not playing at your spark on best Fans get edgy Around this time They always Even if You scrape a victory They always fear that Something less positive Is round the corner But I honestly don't believe that seeps into the dressing room I, I believe I've, I've sat there before Been Uninspiring performances at this time of the season But you're just relieved to get the job done You, do, you don't really take that level of thinking into the next game You think, okay, we're going to steamroll our teams again And maybe you need to grind through it And the point about the Europa League that Keith made Look, he's got a point Rangers beat Dortmund They've got Red Star, Belgrade in the, in the, the next round You've got to fancy your chances there The competition opens up after that So, look, who knows European football throws up um, some unpredictable results sometimes um, Who could have seen it A couple of Well when was that 2009 Was it when Rangers got to the final Who could have seen it then I'm sure some Rangers fans will believe That they can go all the way I, I always think right now at this time Especially in the, the title so tight at the top um, It's all about points icing, The icing on the cake is a great performance If you come away from the the ground thinking yep yeah, we get three points here we played very well we scored a few goals got a clean sheet that's brilliant right now as even the Rangers manager said uh, in his interview last night it was a case of turn up here mm. they realised and the pitch is the same for both teams we understand that but it was a case of getting there getting that victory getting three points get down the road and look forward to the mm. weekend same with Celtic last night they were nil-nil at half time at Celtic Park against a St Mirren team that Celtic fans would be hoping that Oh, this has got to be a comfortable night. They eventually got the two goals, deservedly so. Just now it's about mm. winning points, not games, do, uh, not performances. Do you extend that sense of perspective about the big picture onto last night, Keith? Because the show started with lots of, I don't know if unhappy is the right word, but lots of Rangers fans who were on saying he's not making any changes. He didn't make any last night. He only made one against Motherwell. Do you take that as not being a big deal last night Because you won the game anyway Or, or do you find it a bit curious Listen It was all about three points and up the road last night for me If I'm honest um, It was horrible But and all this going on about the subs and that To be honest I trust the manager He's 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 a He's a good manager He he started off really well He's gone through a bit of patch now I'm not sure but I mean, look at his look at his changes against Dortmund. Everybody thought he was God last week, and now because he's no made a couple of changes, everybody's right on his back again. He can't really win. But yeah. I mean, I think he's doing a great job, if I'm honest. Yeah, I mean, time will tell, Gordon. Is he? Then we can argue over language here. Uh, today, as it stands, is is Giovanni Van Bronckhorst doing a great job 
Um, I don't think he's doing a great job. I think he's doing a good job, Gordon, because I think the dormant result was very good for him. I thought I totally agree uh, with Keith. I thought his changes against Dortmund were were brilliant, and he's got to take a lot of uh, pats in the back. The negative sides of it: there's a nine point swing. Um, also, you're looking at the transfer market in January the, when the window opened. I don't think the signings have hit the ground running. Uh, he's three points behind Celtic Still a bit to work to do before We can judge that as being a great job Yeah, I have to agree with Daz That when he came in And he went in that run at the start Then you could see that was That was the, the coattails of what Steven Gerrard had done And put in place So I always believe it takes You know, probably 10 to 12 weeks for a manager to put his stamp on things And after the winter break there is a huge turnaround I would agree with Daz I don't think he's doing a great job But he's still in there Going to leave it there Wanted to do this earlier Gordon give you a mm. bit more time I must admit But let end the show On a bit of a sombre note mm. A sad note Sad passing today of Of Frank Connor Who I know had a huge impact On your career And you yeah. knew very well Devastated Gordon uh, A man that saved my career I own everything in football Everything in life He was like a father figure to me Um you know, uh, he was absolutely brilliant to me and everybody concerned. Never heard a, a player saying a bad word about him. And when I got a job, the first person I always phoned was Frank, took him as part of my staff and he'll be sadly missed. And uh, I'm really, really devastated the, this morning when I heard the sad news. You talk about yeah. the impact on, on you, but what about the impact on Wraith Rovers as well? I can see, you know, the, the job there and what it meant to the I fans. Put some, I put something on Facebook today that a lot of great people... Were involved in Wraith Rovers But only one man started it And that was Frank Connor um, what, what, he, what he achieved up there For us He gave us a platform to go And be the club that we were And win cups And get into Premier League That was all the hard graft of Frank Connor And everybody in Kirkcaldy knows that And he'll be sadly missed Yeah it wasn't just at Wraith Of course Mark It's been felt you know, yeah. Across Scottish football But you can understand Gordon's personal feelings on it Of course very sad news um, You know involved throughout Scottish football Celtic and, and Wraith Of course and Daz yep, Since we, we met tonight Said that he was a man who Who reinvented his career So sad sad loss What sticks out as a As an abiding memory? The day he chapped my door on the Sunday It changed my life um, I'd never I'd never met him before Only through Reserve team football When he was at Celtic And he chapped my door One Sunday morning And told me Straight to my face What I was And says to me Come with me For a month To Wraith Rovers And I'll change your life And he achieved that And I thank him very much How do you look back On that now Because that Is that one of those Moments that maybe At the time you don't Fully realise it or, you know Later on when you're Reflecting it I would, it I would never importance. have been Anywhere in football again Gordon if it hadn't been For Frank Connor I own everything That I've achieved And everything I've got Just now because of that man And that's professionally But with that must come A great personal Yeah Sort of relationship Camaraderie we, as yeah, well Yeah Frank and I We lived uh, quite near each other And as I said The one thing I, I always done was If I got a job in management at Air and at Wraith I took Frank with me because I always want him by my side Yeah well said I know Gordon another Gordon phoned up and wanted to make the point earlier we, we couldn't quite get Gordon back but hopefully you've you've done it justice um, let's finish off by getting a couple more answers on this teaser if we can we're nearly done three more to get so we're looking for three more players who since 2008 have played in an FA Cup final and won and played up here Non-Scots Go on, uh, go James on, McCarthy Yes who of course Irish. Born but represented yeah. Republic right. of Ireland so, uh, And was it Wigan he won it with you? Yeah. Yep well, Did Conor Salmon play in that no. game? 
Centre forward, no? Forget it, Connor Salmon, he's just not there, right? Oh, unlucky, doesn't Okay, you, you're what going to need clues. Kind of Mark Warburton era Croatian. Oh, Krancha. Yep. Mark, probably your era. He probably scored against you. I can't remember if you played that day. Portuguese. Mendes, yeah, Pedro, Pedro Mendes, what a goal! Were it was. you playing that day? I was, was yeah. It your I had job a, to go and close him down. No, uh, no but I, I caused another two goals in that. So mm. is that day, Daniel Kuzan day? No, 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 day. Kenny Miller day. <laughs> you I had some list. Matt shoot, as for another night. Shoot, can right. with him. Very busy show. Thank you to everyone who got involved tonight. We are back tomorrow. Kenny Miller and Hugh Kevens will be here. Lots to look ahead to as far as the weekend goes. And Callum Gallagher is up next.